Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Teacher's Guide on Discoculia, rounding with a Discoculic student, strategies for standardized tests, neurodiversity respected, and Discoculia when you're an adult. This is our podcast for week 24 in 2017. We welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Cool, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to see you back. It's good to see you back. The, the week was again full of great links. I'd love to go to the first link really quickly because this is about a teacher's guide on Discoculia. We've been waiting for this, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, the website TeachWire. Uh, provides this short guide for teachers about dyscalculia. And besides an explanation of what it is and the common signs for it, the issues, it also lists, and you don't see that so often, the upside of dyscalculia. And I'll highlight uh, some here. People with dyscalculia may be very talented in other areas requiring different sets of skills. And these can include being good lateral thinkers, mm-hmm. uh, have a holistic approach, be intuitive, imaginative, artistic and creative, while process- processing a good sense of color and texture. They might be able to demonstrate good memory skills for language-based information. Or they might be really good with tasks requiring verbal skills, such as public speaking or acting able to write expressively and employ white vocabulary, be empathic and sensitive to others, resourceful, tenacious, and confident when working in teams. Now, after that, the article goes on about 10 teaching tips for children with dyscalculia, and all in a great article from uh, from TeachWire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, recommended. I like it. I like that they, they look at the positive side of it. You don't, you don't see that often. People always focused on the on the problems and the mm-hmm. issues. That's great. Okay, well, our, our next link is <laughs> about the rounding with a dyscalculic student. That sounds like a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, many simple math-related things can be a problem for children with dyscalculia. And uh, rounding is one of them, particularly for those uh, who have visual-spatial issues, because they really struggle to use a number line and to see... Uh, Distances, difference in distances between numbers on the number line. So if you don't even know where the number is, it's really difficult to figure yeah, out if it's closer behind. to the 10 or 100 number below or above the number. Right. So they often get confused about the place value system. So then rounding is, is really complicated and they do not know how to round up or down. Now, Tess uh, here uh, gives a link to a little tool with big arrows that tries to highlight it for them. Obviously, the tool doesn't give the solution. It's no. about how you use it right. and how you explain it to your uh, student. And I usually teach rounding by, um, particularly in a very tactile way, uh, putting both index fin- fingers on the number that should be rounded yeah. on the number line. And then uh, show the students to step-by-step uh, step extend their fingers, their index fingers, 
to the left and right side. You cannot see this listeners. The she, she's making great signs here at this moment. <laughs> you cannot see this. <laughs> and then to the nearest 10 or 100 or whatever they should round to that hits that uh, target, uh, that is the rounded number. So okay. You're going to write an article about this uh, <laughs> on your... No, it's, it's <laughs> just putting your finger on the number okay. line and, okay. and walk to both sides uh, and see where you hit your okay. uh, rounding target, either a 10 or a 100 or a 1,000 first. Good. I also do it with Cuisinaire rods in a rail. And I put the both uh, choices, the rounding up number and the rounding down number, mm -hmm. outside the rail so that you can easily compare. And then I ask them to uh, visually assess um, the real number to which of the outside numbers, the rounding down number on the top or the rounded up number below the number uh, rail uh, is closer. Well, I don't have a lot of uh, experience with rounding, uh, let's put it this way. My experience is that my garage bill usually gets rounded up and the change that I get to the supermarket gets rounded down. So, <laughs> <laughs> Our next link is about support during standardized tests and uh, it's again, it's a video and let's see, uh, let's see what they have to say for a moment. So now we've got our, our exams designed and uh, we're ready to fire off the exams, and so now it's the resource teacher's role and, and classroom teacher's role to support students during the exam. So there's four areas we want to look at. Um, focus and attention, so what to look for um, and what to do if you see that a student is lost focus and attention. Also time management, so how much time is too much. There's also a lot of anxiety and management. And then finally assistive technology, which can have both pros and cons. Okay, so this is the beginning of apparently a whole explanation of that. Mm -hmm. So what do you say, Dr. Schroeder? Yeah, it's a discussion that, that centers around how children at standardized tests can be helped or help themselves when they have a learning disability. That's that positive self-talk. Absolutely, and very important. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, the most important thing they bring up is their philosophy uh, to help prepare students and teachers for exams in such a way to maximize the student's ability to demonstrate their knowledge of the curriculum expectations. And that's exactly what it's all about, and the video gives great tips and resources to accomplish this. Uh, there's also one great cartoon, you, you may know, um, as it is quite well known, and the cartoon illustrates the issue as giving support to children with learning disabilities. In the one picture, you see three children of different sizes trying to peek over the fence and they all have the same soapbox to stand on, which is called equality. Now obviously the taller one towers over the fence because he could look over the fence even without the soapbox right. and the shorter ones can still not look over the fence. So the next picture shows them all with different sizes of soapboxes to stand on and now they can all see over the fence, and this is called equity. So we need equity for children with learning disabilities. But many of the teachers in schools are unfortunately still stuck in their bias for equality. Well, thank you. I think that that's a very good...
good philosophy that they have. I hate these exams where they have these get you uh, questions just to confuse the students, and mm. they never really get to uh, uh, to to give you a picture of exactly what the, what it is that the student actually knows. Talking to Dr. Schroeder, founder of Discoculia Services, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, discoculiaheadlines.com. The next link has a comment about neurodiversity, and what can we learn there? Uh, this links to an article with an interview of Mark Evans, who's marketing director for Direct Line. And the interview is, is broad-ranging and, and touches all kinds of issues of marketing and, and his business. But somewhere in there, he makes a comment that's very interesting to hear from someone in the business. And I'll quote him here. That's why I'm a firm believer in neurodiversity, which is the um, appreciation of divergent thinking driven by dyslexia, autism, dyscalculia, etc., Marketing as a discipline is being challenged to be ever more data-driven, analytical, rigorous, and left-brain, while retaining a right-brain creativity and intuition. So everyone's brain are wired slightly differently. And it's a tall order for any individual to straddle both of these thinking styles. Therefore, it's marketing as an overall function that should manage this balance and neurodiversity definitely has a role to play in this, end quote. Fantastic. It is really refreshing to hear this from someone in a regular business setting and certainly a positive sign that there is a growing understanding for people with learning disabilities in the workplace. Right. Nice in, the, in the business, yeah, he's just a regular marketing guy with a deep insight in these things. Well, that brings us to the last link, and this highlights the issues with dyscalculia if you are an adult. Well, these are exactly the kind of issues people will continue to struggle with when they have dyscalculia in later life. And the link goes to posting on Reddit for someone asking help to evaluate an offer with various options for life insurance. And that's complicated, even for people who do not I've have dyscalculia. I forgot to say that's complicated for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, it is important to understand that people with dyscalculia may not be able to figure out the right choices. And you can only hope that they either get help with their dyscalculia or seek help with making these kinds of complicated uh, decisions, like the, the person in the posting uh, rightfully uh, does. Right. Now, if you are looking uh, for some practical help for adults, Go to the SkillsWise website of BBC and click on Math with an S because that's from the UK. Maths. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maths. Okay, good. Well, that's a great reminder and a good encouragement. Uh, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, with that. Uh, those were the links uh, for this week. We hope to see you back next week in our studio. Uh, Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services, and you can follow her on Twitter and on Facebook. She maintains boards both on Pinterest and on Flipboard and she runs five free webinars and all the information about that is on webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, if you want to know if you have Discoculia, you can do the free Discoculia screener she provides on our website, discoculiaservices.com or you can get a more comprehensive math and Discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. 
Finally, Dr. Schroeder's ebooks are available on Amazon. You can find the link on shop.discalculiaservices.com or just go to Amazon and search for Dr. Schroeder. Discalculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discalculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discalculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discalculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discalculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.